0: what's up everybody come sit down with your boy peter mac and have you a little drink the drink i got for you right now is called true serum and i'm gonna give it to you straighten on the rocks with your boy peter mac let's go what's good world it's your country cousin pete McCarver, aka peter mac um happy to be back with y'all once again um it's been a while i know um, this coronavirus, man, is real difficult to try to come up with new things and think about being stuck in the house. Um, mm. But, you know, I, I try to do the best I can. Um, I know you probably heard the intro and wonder why I changed the title again. Well, I had to change the title again because one of my friends told me, he, he said, hey, I may underst- know why you may not be getting a lot of likes or you may not be getting a lot of views. It's because you named your podcast No Chaser. With pd mac so i come to find out that there was already a podcast called no chaser with timothy de la ghetto who was on wild and out with nick cannon on mtv so i didn't want to try to have people confused and thinking i was on his podcast or anything like that And on top of that i didn't want people to think that i was biting that man's flow because you know that's the biggest thing that's wrong you know swagger jacket, swagger jacking is a real big thing especially in entertainment so I had to go ahead and change up but I wanted to keep the same thing the reason I wanted to call it no chaser as y'all know I want to give it to you like how it is when you drink a, a, a drink or take a shot straight there's no chaser it just hits you like right in the chest automatic It's just it just hit with no something to coat it with it's just blunt it's a blunt it's a blunt force that you get hit with so I end up changing it to. Straight and on the Rocks with Peter Mack. So this is the new format that we're on. Well, not new format. This is the new name of the podcast. Straight and on the Rocks with your boy Peter Mack. A lot of things happened. Uh, Before I get into it, it was funny because I had a bartender friend named Nick. He told me, he said, hey, man. He said, from a bartender standpoint, to say Straight and on the Rocks, is kind of you know you wouldn't say that if i if you came up to me and you said that if you wanted to drink he's i'd be like oh that's not how you said. i'm like no if you wanted some fucking money you would go ahead and listen to what the hell i had to say so that's what it is it's gonna be straightened on the rocks and i'm tuning down a little bit now i say straightened on the rocks because you know one thing i noticed one of my friends say when you straight you know chaser i tend to be a little blunt and i try to drive people away so you know If you get something straight on the rocks or straight on the rocks, if you're a drinker, because you also get something straight neat. For you people who don't drink, straight on the rocks, that means ice because ice is like rock. You know, iceberg is considered a rock. Or or if you get something straight neat, that means neat means without ice. So if you give somebody something on the rocks, ice is kind of soothing. It makes it cool and it kind of lets it settle in a little bit more. Versus you just getting it neat which makes there's nothing to kind of cool it It's just a straight hit or whatever you're doing. So I'm going to try to work on that And give it to you straight, but I'm gonna try to soothe it in I'm not going to try to just be as blunt as I can when I tell you what I'm going to tell you Um, a Lot of things have happened. Uh, The coronavirus is still going on as most of you know, they've extended it to April 30th, so we're gonna be stuck in the house for at least 17 more days and this is killing me because i'm an extrovert i'm an extrovert i love to talk to people i mean of course you know i love to talk to people i mean i got a podcast going on if i didn't have a podcast, i mean i wouldn't talk, want to talk to people. if i didn't have this podcast so being here stuck in the house for the last 17 i mean for the last almost a month it's just been brutal for me because i've actually i've literally hit the end of netflix hulu and everything else i just i don't have another movie i want to watch and I'm starting to get involved in these characters. Lives on these TV shows. I'm starting to like really feel like I'm part of their family, their group of friends, their uh, their military unit, their police squad, their street gang, whatever show that's out there that you watch, I really feel like that. I really feel like I am a lookout for Avon Barksdale on the wire right now. That's exactly how I feel right now. So, but you know, speaking of coronavirus, as you know. We've um, had some sad news with the coronavirus. As many of you know, um, the USS Theodore Roosevelt, which is an uh, aircraft carrier station out of San Diego, California, which is currently on deployment right now, they had a lot of cases where they had the coronavirus. Where like over, I think they had like over 30-plus personnel that reported that they had contracted the coronavirus, but here's the sad thing about it. The captain tried to speak out about it, and he got fired behind it looking out for his people don't understand why you fire but you know I'm in the Navy that ain't I don't get paid for that I just go report the only thing that scares me now is that there actually was one sailor on the Theodore Roosevelt who did pass away from the coronavirus they just reported that within the past 24 hours that one sailor did pass away from the coronavirus so my thoughts and prayers go out to whoever that sailor may be um may god console his family you know give them healing and comfort in this time and another big thing that scares me about that for those of you don't know when i told you i was getting transferred back to san diego that is the ship i am scheduled to go on so i am extremely (laughs) when i tell you i am i am shaking like a stripper shooting dice with parkinson's disease because that is very very scary and that's what i have to go to um, so, you know, y'all pray for me right there. I mean, because that's the scariest situation I got to walk into. Also, some sad news, because i already been back because we don't have any sports. From the sporting world, the XFL had to shut down operations. They had to, like, they folded. They had to fold because of this coronavirus messed up the, the season, which makes me kind of mad because the XFL this time around was actually some decent football. And you know I'm, I'm a southern boy you know I may not could play football I may play in guard and tackle in up bench guard and water tackle anybody who get near it but I do enjoy myself some football so to not so for them to have come back and they were riding strong for this to hit and to make them close down the operations that's real that's real sad because um, a lot of those people it was running it was running good the XFL was running good it was doing well I didn't really see too many bad reviews about it but they have to the shut down operations. so my thoughts and prayers go out to all of those people who got to look for new jobs and new opportunities and the guys who are playing football who were still fighting for that elusive dream of being a professional football player hopefully it's not over for you guys who really it's meant to be for y'all Also. Disney World had to lay off 43, had to furlough 43,000 people. So, and it's it's just bad across the board. It's just weird because Disneyland supposed to be known as the happiest place on earth, and I've been there three times. Last time I went, I was 20 years old, and it is most indeed. I was 20 years old. I don't care who you are when you go through those gates of Disneyland, you will turn back into a five-year-old. So it ain't the happiest place on the world for 43,000 people. It's like the saddest place right now. Because now they don't know how to feed their families and i'm speaking of that uh my heart still goes out to bartenders waitresses i mean i i mean I, y'all keep your heads up during this time because as much as y'all want to go back to work and get those tips and money i as much as i want to go back and be there with y'all to be able to go to a bar get a drink sit down and socialize with somebody be able to go out to a restaurant be able to talk to some people be able to walk around the mall be able to go to the movies that's really what i miss i miss going to the movies oh my goodness i miss going to movies. i don't even see movie previews no more like you don't even see movie previews anymore so let's just hope and pray that by the end of april 30th they'll open it back up and we get back to sense of norms and also i'm mad about because me and my boy giddy if y'all remember him he was on episode three of big keeping pd mac my boy from brownsville never ran over real brooklyn me and him was supposed to go to the Roots picnic at the beginning of, of May, which I don't see that happening because as y'all know, when black people have something, I mean, cause it's gonna be the first week of May. So the country opens back up April 30th. So that means they ain't gonna have no time to plan. Now we all know, I mean, this majority of people listen to black. You know, we, we kinda, we, we late on stuff like that. I mean, that's just who we, that's how we are. I'm not trying to talk down about it. That's just this, this family, we just having some fun. We kind of laid on stuff, so if, if it doesn't open back up to the last day of April, I don't see them having it all organized in order for us to come back for the first week in May. So I had to scrap that trip. It's a lot of things I had to scrap. I had to scrap a show. I had to scrap a comedy show that I had to do. So it's a lot of things that had to be canceled and had to be missed, but that's where we're at right now. And I remember seeing the NFL players, I'm going to go to the NFL right quick, NFL players and coaches were talking about, stay at home, please stay at home, we'll get through this together. Well, that's easy for you multiple NFL players and coaches. Because I'm pretty sure your wife looks like a model, but all of us don't have a wife that looks like a model. Half of us may not even have a wife, because I know, I know I'm single with no kids, so staying in my house all day, this is like solitary confinement. This is almost like being yeah this is like this is like solitary confinement the only thing is i have internet and i have netflix and cable and all that good stuff and then i seen a report from a publication saying since the coronavirus that uh porn viewing of pornography has gone up excessive drinking smoking of marijuana eating have all They've all I'm like no shit, really. Just mm, I wonder why that is. Just imagine, I wonder why that is. I can't go. I mean, you don't want me really being outside too much. I can't even go to the gym to go work out. I can't go sit out in a restaurant. So why, why is all, why are all those things increasing? Hmm, don't understand that at all. So a lot of things have changed, but that's enough of all that. I know I waste a lot of time talking about all that. It's been a while since i talked to y'all, so I just, you know, I love talking to y'all, so I had to get it off my chest. But now I'm going to get into what I want to talk about. So lately I've been noticing, and i noticed it before, but I've just noticed it real recently, and it just came on my mind. I had to speak on it. I'm noticing that with our women, especially in the African-American and Latino, and Latino community, that ratchetness is being praised a lot amongst our females. ratchetness is getting praised a lot amongst our females. Now, I for one am not a fan of ratchet behavior. For those of y'all who may like, well, what's ratchet behavior? Ratchet behavior is when you meet a woman, she real rude, loud, violent, aggressive behavior, you know, can't sit still, just act like, you know, just act like everybody is at fault but her. And I don't like that. I'm just here to say that. I don't like that. I don't find that shit attractive. I think that shit is like the bane of our cultures. I really think it's the bane of our cultures. And I peeped it. I started peeping it. I peeped it a lot, but it really hit me in the face about like a couple nights ago. So I'm with a friend of mine here. I'm at his house. We're having a good time. Because there's no really nowhere else for me to go. So I just went over his house for the day, kicked it at his house for the day, chilling in his house, started watching Tiger King, which I up the side note, man, Tiger King, I don't even know what the hell to say about Tiger King. Oh my goodness. Joe Exotic and, and Carol Basson, oh my goodness. That is like, that is like the white hillbilly toothless version of Tupac and Biggie. As a matter of fact, he even released a diss country track about that about her by carol bassin but no so we're sitting at his house back on topic and I'm chilling it's about one in the morning he, he had some chicken wings he had to take out about a couple hours ago so I put him in the, I put him in the sink like he told me said put him in the sink to thaw don't act like don't none of y'all know about putting chicken in the sink so it'll thaw out here half of y'all done got y'all ass beat by y'all mama because y'all came home from school laid right down to bed Without forgetting to put the chicken in the sink and letting it thaw. So don't act like you ain't new to this. So I thought he'll probably, will wake up the next day. He'll cook them or something. So it's one in the morning. He's like, he's calling his girl on the phone. And I already know, by the way, she's talking to him on the phone. They cussing back and forth. She acting stupid and shit. I already know. Okay, I already know how this is going to turn out. This is going to turn out. I already know, expect. This is a ratchet motherfucker I'm finna run into. So let me be prepared. So we get over there. As we get over there, we go upstairs. We come in there. She fighting with some dude. I don't know. I look down. This motherfucker got a pistol in his fucking pocket. I'm like, oh, fuck no. It's one, two in the morning. I don't have time for this. I told him, I said, bro, I'm going to go down in the car. I'm calling, ooh, I'm going to fuck home. I don't have time for that. I don't, uh uh-uh. uh. I don't have time for this. We got over there. He tried to talk to her. She called her that attitude. I said, nope. Because one thing I don't like, I don't like no attitude from a woman. I don't fucking know. Fuck all that. I don't, I don't, I don't got time for that. So I go downstairs, call the Uber. It took me about like 20, 30 minutes to call the Uber because, you know, the coronavirus going, you know, not too many of them are running. So I call the Uber. Finally, one dude connects. He said he'll be there, be there in 20 minutes. So my friend, my homeboy, he was like, okay, cool. Yeah, man, I'm finna, we finna roll because, yeah, she taking too long, blah, 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 blah. She went to take some motherfucker home. I don't know. I was, I was out of it. So as we sitting there, he about to get in the car. He runs into a motherfucker he knows. Now, we all got one of them friends that say they're going to leave somewhere, but when they run to a motherfucker, they know. They sit there, and you know you ain't going to leave no time within, the, within an hour. So he runs to somebody in the apartment that he knew that he didn't even know was up there. I didn't even know the dude was up there because we was in the apartment. We didn't even see him. This motherfucker was like a damn. He popped up like how Tupac popped up on steel right before he shot him. you're like, hey, what's going on? Like, He popped up on him like that. So I already knew, I was like, man, I'm finna go on here and go home. So at this time, I knew we really weren't finna go home because the the chick comes back. So when the chick comes back, I'm like, fuck, we ain't finna go home. But luckily my Uber driver's away. So I'm sitting there waiting on my Uber driver. I come up there tell my boy, like, hey, bro, I'm finna ride. So When I come up there, the chick was like, what is going on? Why why are you just sitting in the car? And I told her straight up, I said, hey, mama, look, I came over here, you in it with a dude. He got a pistol on his lap and blase, blase, blue. I said, I don't know you like that. I'm going my black ass to the crib. And she's like, well, what's wrong with you? You don't like this and this, that, and the third. What you must got PSTD. First of all, that what I was like, okay, yeah, I really need to go. She like, you in the military? I like, no, I said, baby, I don't know you. And all this bullshit you got going on. I don't know to be around this bullshit. I don't got time for that. So I try to, I dip and she's talking shit the whole time while I'm dipping. I just like, I told myself, bro, I never want to go over that shit again. But ladies, let me tell you something. That ratchet shit, I know y'all talk a lot about this. But that ratchet shit is not going to get you a good man. It's not. It'll get you a real nigga, but it ain't going to get you no good man. Because I know y'all always talking about, ain't no good man out here. Ain't no good man. No, there's good men out there. They don't want to deal with that shit. Don't no good man want to deal with you constantly hitting on them, calling them out his fucking name. I always want to fight and act a fucking fool. We don't got time for that. Them, li- them niggas in the hood will do that because they applying they- that. You know why they applying that? Because they simply want to fuck you. That's it. That's all they want to do. They want to sleep with you, nothing else. And while you're doing that and you're getting applause from them, it's going to come a few months, and here we go with these baby showers. When well, you at your baby shower, we don't see nobody there. It's just you and your cousins, your sisters, your mama, and maybe your daddy, if he in there, cause probably repeat the process because your mama probably was ratchet as hell, too. Uh, and we don't see the daddy nowhere. You having a little baby that's named some crazy, stupid-ass ghetto name. And then after you had a, and then you after you had a baby, you sit there and have him, and then it, then it's go to old oh, niggas ain't shit and us, and can't no, can't find no real good man. And then by the time it's the baby first birthday, happy birthday to my king and all that shit, you know. And that's that's how y'all do. That's how y'all do. Don't no man want to deal with that shit? Like that shit is not attractive to no real man. Especially, I'm in my, th- I'm 31 years old. I, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm 31 years old. That shit is not attractive to me. I don't want to deal with that. And what's fucking y'all up is. Like movies and movies, television, and music. Cause like this new song, I don't even know how to say. I wanna say it's mega static, but I could be wrong. It was I'm a I'm a savage. Classy bougie rat. No, you can't be classy, bougie, and rat no. Classy is the opposite of ratchet. Stop thinking, no, you can't be classy and ratchet at the same fucking time. Stop. That shit, that shit's stupid as hell. That's like me saying I'm a blood, but I fuck with Crips. You know, that's not no, I can't do that. You can't do that. But and then, like I said, y'all, but that's when y'all role models. Y'all role models are motherfuckers like Meg the Stad, who tell y'all to go out here and just fuck around without consequence, only think about yourself, act a fool, shake your ass every chance you got. And then, like, other motherfuckers, like, I've recently started watching Empire, like, Cookie Line. Y'all look at her like she's a role model. Cookie Line is, like, the loudest, most blunt, just, obnoxious woman I've ever seen on TV now shout out to Roger P Henson because she played until the a T but Cookie line is not a good role model at all she's not a good fucking role model at all and speaking of Cookie line and uh, not Cookie line speaking of to Roger P Henson imma roll on to something else I want to talk about because now that you, you deal with ratchet when y'all, that, y'all ratchets it bleeds off and it bleeds off to your children and now people got to deal with your damn children who ratchet as hell. And they can't nobody say nothing to them because you want to swear. Don't be talking about my children and don't be doing this. My children good. My children good. No, your children ain't shit. I told y'all, it's still straight. But i said it's still straight. I mean, it ain't no chasing. It's still straight. I mean, I said, I'm going to give you a little rocks. But no, your children ain't shit. And the reason they ain't shit cause you ain't taught them shit. You ain't taught them shit. Like, I've seen so many women I know I see him in the club every Friday, Saturday night. You got that little stand, You know that little stands they do where they turn their ass toward the camera and kind of have the back, the, uh, the back leg kicked out kicked out straight and then bend the front leg and put their hand on their hip or they got the, or they got they sitting facing the camera. They got their arm crooked and head tilted to the side like that. Had their kids going to school. Kids be bad as hell. Kids will make baby's kids look like uh, the life of children from down the lane on kids next door. But be something happening at school and it's they, nine times out of ten their kids' fault. Be, be getting all on Facebook with their dumb asses. Oh, been nobody been not do nothing to my kids. I bust head wide open. How about you teach your kids how to act? How about you teach your kids how to act? That, 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 that'll, that'll work wonders if you can teach them how to act. Maybe they won't get in trouble because your child is pretty bad. I mean, because seeing where they come from, it's like when these these girls, I've seen videos and shit like this where these girls be letting these babies cuss in front of them and they think it's cute and they think it's fun. I'd be like, hell, no, nah, I don't play that shit. That ain't cute and ain't fun at all. And something that illustrates this, is a movie that just came out on Netflix that illu- illustrates this exact thing that I'm talking about. It just came out this past week. It's called Coffee and Kareem. Coffee and Kareem is about... A white cop played by Ed Helms if y'all don't remember him he's uh he's the guy for those y'all who know Ed Helms is if you ever seen the hangover series he's the guy who played the dentist I can't remember his character's name to save my life but he's the guy that played the dentist on the hangover series Taraji P. Henson of course surprise surprise and some little 12 year old little chunky ass little 12 year old boy and, uh, so, like I said, Ed Helms plays a white cop who's dating Tyrosby Harris and a black woman, and he's trying to, and she wants him to get to know her son better, Kareem, because he's coffee. Ed, Ed Helms is coffee. She wants him to get to know her son better, Kareem. And Kareem is the most disrespectful little badass little boy, cussing at his teachers, foul language. Just every, like, man, cuss like a sailor, man. That man could like a sailor, marine, a soldier, and a damn... And a damn Air Force man, and a, and a drunk on the corner, and a nigga who, who sell crack. He cussed so bad, and it's like, what in the name of God is this? I couldn't even get through 20 minutes. So I'm like, okay, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And a lot of people have been saying that he is a real bad representation. They said they tired of Hollywood stereotyping us like that. But here's the thing, though. Was it shitty, stereo, a stereotype of us? Yes, it was, but here's the thing. They had to get it from somewhere, and art imitates reality. So, while granted, I didn't like the movie because that was a sh- horrible representation of, uh, of, 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 of black people, and his mama, whoever that boy's mama is, needs her ass beat for sitting there letting your son and your son up for that movie. That was terrible. That was fucking horrible. But on top of that, I've seen that. I've seen little disrespectful, little bad-ass kids just cussing in front of their mama. They mama cussing back at them, just talking to them like they ain't nothing. Because that's why them kids, this is why it, black people, we always say that our kids, oh, they want to be grown, they act grown, they little and they act so grown. Like you see a little three-year-old that kind of talk like this, like, oh, they act so grown. That's cause, look, if you ever heard some of us c- talk to some of these kids, we talk and cuss at them like they're adults. I've seen, I got friends of mine, and I'm guilty of doing this to my nieces and nephews, too. We talk to them and cuss at them like they some freaking adults. So no wonder they they, 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 get, uh, they don't know the boundaries and this, that, and the third, because you made, you made them think this is a norm to talk like this. So, but like I said, he's, he, he, I've seen a lot of kids like him, especially when you're dealing with a black mother, black single mother, too, with no father present. They do all that, and they think they the man in the They can talk to any man they kind of want to, and this, that, and the third. Because I'm going to be honest. I ain't, the, I ain't the dude to talk to. I had an ex-girlfriend like that. Her son thought I was that guy to talk to. I immediately said, hey little, bro, hey, little dude, I ain't him. I don't go to school with you. I don't, I don't go to recess with you. a matter of fact, I got kicked out of school because I don't, I don't fuck with recess. So I don't play. And he really like, oh, I said, yeah. I said, bro, I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I knock all this shit over. I was knocking shit over before I'm knocking all this shit over was saying." And, they're saying, and, and, and they saying, and then and it goes unchecked. It goes unchecked. Nobody wants to talk about it. Everybody wants to sweep it under the rug. And then when his ass get arrested for a crime that he committed, he caught caught red-handed doing it. They down there, mama's down there at the uh, at the jail. Man nobody doing that. My baby, I doing my baby, mama. My baby is good, he a good kid, he a good kid. He ain't never nah, lock that motherfucker up. Lock him up, lock him up, keep him there, lock him up, throw away the keeper however long he need to be there. He a menace to society, and I ain't talking about like Cain or no dog. He a menace. And that's because you created him because your ratchetness. you thought it was cute, you thought it was fun, and you thought it was sexy. It it breeded some bullshit. That's what it breeds. And every, and the sad thing is we worship that shit in the black and Latino community. We worship that shit. We worship ratchetness. We worship the hood. I don't understand what our fascination is about being from... Uh, un, um underdeveloped, disenfranchised, poverty stricken area. But we glorify that shit. We love that shit. We think that's the best thing, Smoking, And the sad thing is it bleeds over to the, to the, the, the minorities, the blacks and Latinos that are out in the suburbs. They want to go to it. And the reason why they want to go to it is because, I'm going to be honest, it all boils down to this. The girls from the suburbs, the black and Latino girls from the suburbs, they kind of bored. They want to go to the hood and get them a hood dude. And because they want to go to the hood and get a hood dude, the black and Latino boys in the suburbs, they feeling left out. They feeling undesirable. So they want to go associate with them guys over there so they can get the girls. Let me tell you something. Majority of things in life when it comes to men and stuff that we do, deals with how can this get me close to a female that's what the majority of the, sh- of the shit we do it is how can i get closer to a female and it now you've gotten these girls who are out here who had promising futures ahead of them had the world on the on a platter for them, throwing their life away for some uh, for some little boy who ain't got a pot to piss in or window to throw it out of then you got some little, then you got the little boys who was out there trying to impress them girls he had a bright future, had everything going. He either in jail or then got shot because he out there doing some stuff. It's like, why is he doing this? His family well off. He didn't need to do that. Prime example before I get up out of here. Floyd Mayweather, Jr.'s daughter. Floyd Mayweather, Jr.'s daughter. If you, as y'all know, Floyd Mayweather got a lot of money. He probably, he, I think he probably most, had the most lucrative boxing career any boxer any weight class of all time man ain't hurt for money man can burn money ten times over and still be rich his daughter started messing with rapper from Baton Rouge named NBA YoungBoy, who if you know Baton Rouge Baton Rouge got a lot of bad parts Baton Rouge is so bad the Navy Seals won't even go won't even go in there they be like no fuck that man y'all can have it so she's messing around with him ends up stabbing some woman. And she ends up stabbing, I think she ends up stabbing a woman in the stomach. And the woman was pregnant. She's facing 99 years. Because she's trying to follow behind this boy from the hood because we've glorified that over the years and made that shit seem like it's so wonderful and sexy and exciting. And she's been probably just been looking at spending the rest of her life in jail. When she didn't even have to do none of that. This girl, when she was born, her life was set. She, all she had to do was just wake up, brush her teeth, go to school, eat shit, go to sleep, repeat everything the next day. That's all she had to do. But we glorify that shit. We glorify, like I said, black and Latino community. We glorify that, that shit. Is That shit is like, that's like a badge of honor to be a hood, nigga, be a hood. That ain't no wrong with you from the hood, but like, if just like, oh, I'm trapping, I'm doing, I'm trapping, man. You know, I'm scamming, you know, I'm robbing motherfuckers. If the end, if you ain't using that as an end to justify no means like trying to, trying to like start a business, hell, even trying to be a rapper, which is cliche as hell. If you ain't trying to do nothing else with that, if that's your only goal in life and you don't see nothing else other than the hood, then. What the man, get the fuck away from me. I'm gonna be honest, get the fuck away, because I don't glorify the hood. I really don't. And I'm not saying I don't mess with the hood, I just don't glorify, because I'm gonna be honest, if you black or Latino, you're gonna have to fuck with the hood, cause you're gonna have to get your hair cut or your hair done, and you're gonna have to go get you some good food. And of course they got hookups in the hood. You know somebody who hook up either trying to get your cable for you for a low price or for free. Or let's not act like people don't be doing that. They be doing that, you know, probably if you need your car done. If you need some work on your car done, tires, engine work done, you know, you need to hook up with somebody who can landscape for you, you're going to go to the hood. But like all that ducking bullets in the hood and we're looking out for cops and, and just ratcheting and fighting in front of people and acting a fucking fool and acting like I ain't got no sense. No, nah, I don't fuck with that. And y'all can keep that. I'm, I'm straight on that. I'm I'm probably one of the only black guys in the world that That ain't for me, dog. I'm sorry. I'm I'm good. I'm good. But that's been my time on this episode, y'all. Man, uh, this is your boy Pete McCarver, aka Pete Mac. Um, if you want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me and um on my um YouTube. I mean, not my YouTube, excuse me. My email. My email is Pete Mac10. That's P-E-T-E-Y-M-A-C-10 at yahoo.com. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, it's Pete Mac10. Find me on Facebook, Pete McCorvey or PD Mac. You know, spell PD Mac. Um, that's been my time to end it. Like I always end it. Be cool, stay calm, and get paid. And that's been some food talking, some real talk for y'all. Ass peace.